Welcome to Created to Thrive. I'm your host, Lori Snyder. If you desire a deeper connection with God, want to know your value and purpose, then you, my friend, are in the right place. I will teach God's Word in a simple and practical way to equip and empower you to become who He created you to be because you were created to thrive. Well, today in episode 49, I have my good friend, Franny Foltz, with Shine with Franny on today. And we are going to talk about the importance of resetting, restructuring, and rethinking the rest of this year. You know, with kids going back to school, summer's coming to an end, we're entering into that autumn season. It's just a great time to really reset to look at the remainder of the year. And, you know, maybe your year hasn't turned out the way you wanted. This is a great opportunity just to hit pause, to rest, and really pray about what does the Lord have for you in this new season. And I want to invite you, if you are wanting to live in God's best, I have a free workshop coming up September 7th, 8 p.m. Eastern time. That would be seven central, six mountain and five Pacific. And it's a free workshop to help you. What does it look like to live in God's best? How do I even know what that is? What is God's will for me and all the different things? So if you have questions or want to have this information, I will have the link in my show notes, but just go to Lori ksnyder.com. And right there on the homepage page, just scroll down and you will see the invitation to get signed up for that free workshop because I'd love to help you out. But in the meantime, before we have Franny on, here is a word from Access More. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Welcome, my friends, back to the Created to Thrive podcast. I have my friend Franny Foltz with Shine with Franny on the podcast today, and I'm so excited. For those of you who have been listening for a while, you know that Franny has been on here before. So welcome, Franny. So glad to be back. I think we're making this a regular thing. I like it. I like it. I'm here for it. I do too. So Franny is my fun shine friend, and we uh, are on a mission really to empower women to really shine, to have a voice that is heard in whatever sphere of influence they have, but to really understand their value and their worth. And so I just want to welcome Franny because you are a great one of really helping people start over, transition. And so I want to just have you kind of take over and just say what's on your heart. I know you've got a program that you've launched that I know people are going to want to pay attention to. So take it away. Well, I think that you and I both have had lots of transitions in our lives and any listener of yours would know, of course, about your moves and just the things that you've had, you know, life circumstances. And I've experienced a lot of transitions in my life as well. So much so that I even wrote a small book about it in 2020. Um, and it's called from your fire to that girl's on fire. And I literally walk through seven steps to making a seamless transition 
because I, you know, have not moved nearly as many times as you have, but I've had a number of transitions, whether it be in career changes, relationship changes, and even moves. I've moved, you know, a handful of times, um, you know, across the country, not just in the city, uh, you know, between cities. And so I can also relate to that. But one of the things that's most exciting for me about transitions, you know, in my book, I talk about there's three things in life. There's, you know, three spaces you're in life. You're either headed for a transition, you're in the midst of one, or you're just coming out of one, you know, and that's kind of an an age old adage that we have to be prepared for those transitions. And I know you've been talking a lot about that on your podcast because of your own personal, you know, experiences right now with the boys going off to college and celebrating their birthday tomorrow and, and all the good things. Um, so with that being said, you know, I am a former school teacher and I used to love a new school year. Now I'm also one of those like super geeks who like would go to the stationery store and I would get like new pens And I would get all things new. I'd have new paper clips that were color coded for each individual subject. Like I was that person. Okay. So if any of your listeners are following me, they can give a (laughs) shout out. But I love new school years because it was almost like a new year, a new start. So even though we all start, you know, in January with gusto coming out of the gate with 22 resolutions that we're going to, you know, experience this, you know, in 2022, here's the thing. Most people, as we know, fall off the wagon by the end of January. And so this is kind of like a reset. So we have a little over a hundred days left in the year at the time of this recording. And I just love helping people start over, you know, scripture reminds us over and over again, you know, first of all, we hear in Ecclesiastes that there's a time for everything. Then we know that, you know, it tells us in Isaiah that God will redeem what the locusts have stolen. And so oftentimes the work that I do with women, they'll come to me, especially because it's related to health and weight loss. Um, But as you and I both know, Lori, you know, weight, whether underweight, overweight, you know, anywhere in between, there's a spiritual component to it. And there's very much that's going on in your soul that you're trying to fill a void or, or, you know, release control or whatever to something else and idolize something else. So anyways, I'll oftentimes talk with women and just remind them that, look, don't regret that. Oh, I shouldn't have eaten that. Oh, I couldn't, you know, I wish I wouldn't have done that. I'm so mad at myself for doing this. And I'm like, look, we start over right now this next meal, this next snack that you're going to have, it's a starting over point. And so we don't just simply surrender over and say, okay, I'll start again on Monday. Have you ever said that Lori? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you have maybe some of the struggles that I do where I've pulled cake literally out of the garbage, (laughs) I put Dawn dishwashing soap on it, but I've been like, I will start over on Monday. I will start over on Monday. And how many Mondays, if I start over, I can tell you it's definitely over a thousand, you know, where I've started every Monday over and over again, that I'm going to start eating cleaner. I'm going to, you know, get back into my Bible. I'm going to start at the gym, you know, in the morning again. And so that's really what I want to be able to, you know, help the women who are part of women and men on your podcast is just to go ahead and hit reset and say, you know what, today is a new day. This is a new season as your kids are heading back to school or just, you know, the way that the weather is changing and everything don't look back, but move, look forward, you know, and move forward with anticipation, with excitement for what is ahead and not regretting what is behind. Yeah. I always say that tomorrow is the thief of today because I find myself procrastinating saying, Oh, tomorrow I'll do this. And it's like a sense of relief, like, okay, it takes the pressure off, but then really tomorrow is the thief of what I have today. So you're right on point. And one of the things too, that I found with a reset, and this is what the Lord had spoken to me um, back in 2020, 
when we were all resetting as a whole nation, he said, Lori, the word rest is in the word reset. And that's another thing that I don't think we, especially as women do very well. Mm. And it's a true rest, not like I'm going to lay on the couch and just take, you know, take a nap, but it's really, how do I rest in the rhythms of God's grace? How do I not strive to perform? How do I not get trapped into that perfectionist cycle, which, you know, me, I can easily do and get into my rational brain instead of just living out of my heart and like, okay, God, I'm going to partner with you. You're going to say, this is the way walk in it. Don't look to the left or look to the right. You're going to hear a voice say, this is the way walk in it. And that really takes the pressure off to perform, but it also gives me the prompting of it's today. It's a gift. That's why it's called the present. Amen. No, I love that. And it's such a reminder too. I don't know, um, you know, if your audience has ever read the book, I just got done reading it for the second time, the ruthless elimination of hurry, which is all about Matthew 11, 28 through 30. And you shared a word, the word rhythm, you know, finding that rhythm in, in life. And, you know, it's like the beat of a drum. Like, I don't know about you, but I could hear a drum. It could be a steel drum, or it could be like Def Leppard drummer with that one arm. And I am all up in that business. Like, I want to dance <laughs> and there's that rhythm and it keeps the beat and it keeps the beat. And that's what we need to focus on is what is the beat that God, you know, what is that beat? We have our own heartbeat. He's given each and every one of us a unique heartbeat. And so finding that beat that is for you and for your life. Now I have in my life been very legalistic. And I know you just mentioned, you know, you can kind of attest to that as well. I know that for me, I've been the checklist queen where, you know, with my colored pens, you know, I've been able to, okay, these 42 things, I'm going to check it off my list. But the Lord has reminded me that not all of those things are bad. Now, again, I will say this and preface this when you have disciplines that are aligned with his way, you know, I often tell the women that I work with commit your health to his hands. Right. And so that does require discipline, which can sometimes look a little bit like a routine or a structure or a schedule or a checklist or whatever. But every morning I am going to move my body in some way. It could be different based on the day, but there is a discipline that I have put into, into practice to be able to honor God with my body, with my time, you know, Romans 12, one offer your body as a living sacrifice. And I know that that has a lot of different contexts there, but I use it in the literal translation. Like you are offering up your body, Lord, today I'm going to go out and I'm going to walk or I'm going to swim or whatever, you know, your activity is. But I feel like it's important to have some of those structures in place. You know, Jesus was very, you know, he had a routine. He had his morning routine of getting up and spending time with the Lord. And that should be paramount over an exercise session or whatnot. But making sure that it doesn't become an idol too is where you have to have that balance and that dance and that rhythm, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Because a great point is Jesus allowed himself to be interrupted. And, you know, he was on his way to Jairus's house and the woman with the issue of the blood mm-hmm. interrupted him. Mm-hmm. And so we have to recognize healthy boundaries, yep. structure, but also allow ourselves to be prompted by the Holy Spirit when there's that little nudge or tug and to yield to that and say, stop, look at that burning bush, so to speak, like a, or like Moses and just say, okay, Lord, what do you want to show me and really connect your heart to the Lord's. So it's not getting into that legalistic 
we'll call it routine where I've got to do this now because this is my schedule. And if it does this, it's going to throw me off. That just shows you there's a hard issue there. There's a sense of control that we're like, okay, there's fear involved because what ifs, right? We just go through all those little cycles. But um, why don't you talk about the importance of right now with restructure, because I think we all, I struggle with summer because there is no structure because there is so much change for me personally. And this is every summer. It doesn't matter what, it just seems like there's so much going on in the summer where now my boys now are off to college. And it's like, I can just breathe like, okay, what do I want to do now? Lord, what do you want to have? How do you want to shape my day? So why don't you talk about that? Yeah. Well, I don't know about you, Lori, but beyond summer, I think the last couple of years, you know, you mentioned kind of the reset in our nation (laughs) over these last few years, but I've just gotten sloppy with a lot of practices and a lot of things. I mean, not only am I sporting now leggings, you know, or pajama bottoms most days (laughs) a dress or something that I would wear to work, but it has just been easy to kind of fall into a different routine. You know, I'm not having to get dressed and going to work or doing something. And also let's just talk about watching church from your couch these days. Like there's no formality, if you will, and there's no structure to that. So I think just not only is it summer, but I think the last two years has kind of just given us all a little bit of chaos, but I love that in the chaos, we can find, you know, our creator, you know, that that's where we come back to. And so with that being said, you know, I, I always do a challenge for my own birthday. And so I was like, you know, really praying about this the last few weeks, like, Lord, what is it, you know, what do I need to do? You know, and I've done some different conferences and things like that. And Lord's like, you need to get back to me because I will be the first one to say, I go on my walks in the morning and I will bring my phone. And I've really tried in the last few weeks to not listen to a podcast or to do something. I now have a dog. So that's kind of changed the game for me a little bit because I'm holding a leash. I can't text on the phone as well. You know, I can talk on the phone. But I say that because I used to be that person who would update my social media. Oh, and then I would justify it. Well, I'm still walking. I'm still exercising. No, I need to be spending time with the Lord, not need to. I desire to, you know, but life gets in the way. And so anyways, I thought, you know what? I'm going to get back into the healthy and holy practices that I know that have served me, you know, for those of your audience members who don't know for over 20 years, I've been able to maintain a weight loss of over 120 pounds before COVID. And, you know, it's like three or four pounds up from that, but you've lost weight though lately. Exactly. I have, you've you've lost a lot lately. Yeah. Yes. And so with that though, I feel like there were so many things that I did that were helpful tools and God gives us these tools. You know, you, you can't try them all at once. I think that's one of the biggest challenges when I work with women specifically around weight loss is they, Oh, I want to do this. I'm going to cut out sugar. I'm going to cut out, you know, soda. I'm going to cut out coffee. And I'm like, no, no, let's start with one. Like we're honing in zone and in on one thing. And so I think for me, I, I felt the, the tug on my own heart. You know, I love that expression. You said that there was a tug where the Lord was like, are you ready to come back to me? Like, I'll be here with arms wide open. You know, I'm ready when you are girl, you know, and he'll pursue us, but he wants us to be the ones to do the repentance, to do the turnaround. And so I'm all about people. I'm all about bringing people along on the journey. So I I'm starting and launching a program called healthy and holy. And literally it is helping women, mostly women, but it's really just helping us kind of realign our health and put it in his hands. You know, it's a 40 day journey because we know the importance of 40, you know, in the Bible, in terms of transformation, oftentimes there's tests and trials in that, but literally it's aligning our daily lifestyle practices with God's word paired with healthy habits, you know, so it's not just going to be exclusive to, you know, fasting or, you know, spending time in the word. There are literally healthy habits that God has also given us, 
you know, to be able to align with what his word does say so that we can live more powerfully, more purposely, you know, purposefully with intention. I love that in, um, and I'll give you a second. I promise I'll breathe and give you a second to chat, but <laughs> one of my favorite scriptures is first Thessalonians five, I'm um, 23. The message version specifically reminds us that God makes everything holy and whole. And the word holy is set apart. He has something specific for you to do. Just like it reminds us in Ephesians, there is something that he has called each and every one of us to do. And y'all, I don't know about you, but I want to be the healthiest version of myself because I want to do as much for God as I can on this side of heaven. You know, when I get there, I want to be like, let me show you who you brought with you. Do you want to, you want to meet him? Do you want to see him? You know? And so it says in um, first Thessalonians there, it continues says that we will keep you fit spirit, soul, and body for the coming of Jesus. Now, again, this is the message translation, but he wants us to be healthy and holy. You know, when you're up and out and about, it is a lot more difficult for that enemy to t- attack you than when you're sitting on your couch, just eating bonbons, you know, you're pretty much like an immovable target. He's like, boom, that target will hit you pretty quickly. Depression, gluttony, all the things, you know, boredom, eating out of boredom and all of that. So for me, and again, not from a place of do, 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 you know, you can still be at rest when you're doing something, you know? And so just knowing that my focus and my my heart is aligned with what God is calling me to do for that day, for that moment. Yeah. And that's, there's so much in there. The first of all, the word rest, that is like, it's not like we said, just laying down and doing nothing. It means to be like a servant, like a, like a waiter or a waitress, someone who is serving and they recognize what does the person need to do at the right time. And so they're always watching, okay, Lord, what to do now, when to do this, do I wait, do I go? So that's kind of behind the the word rest is really just putting your eyes back on Jesus and giving him all the cares and concern, those weights that we talked about. And I'll link in the show notes with um, some of our previous episodes, because we did talk about um, before spirit, soul, body, and the importance of living in whole health. And one of the things that I, that I know you talk about and with, with your um, people is what are you identifying with? And I do this a lot with, with the women that I mentor is what are you identifying with in that, um, eating? Why the unhealthy coping strategy? Why do you turn to food for comfort versus the Holy spirit? Who is the comforter? Well, one, a lot of times they just don't know how they've never been taught about who the Holy spirit is, or how do I, how do I interact with someone I can't see? Mm-hmm. Um, but also are you identifying with, I've got to exercise to keep weight off, or there's a mindset that we have. And I know you do a great job of taking people and looking at the mindset and then taking, okay, what does scripture say? And we need to replace the lie with the truth of God's word, because this is what God says. And I know in Ephesians, one of the exercises I do with a lot of people is I take them into Ephesians uh, 1 verses 3 through 9 specifically, and I have them personalize it because it's talking about what you're talking about, that we are holy in God's sight. Now, this is talking about our spiritual realities. So we've got to understand that this is who we are first and foremost. This is how God sees us. But we have to work that out to the outside. And we do that through our emotions and our thoughts and imagining what does this look like? How do I live healthy, holy, and free in the reality? So it's a spiritual reality that I see with my spiritual eyes. And then I work it out to be able to see with my natural eyes. And I know that's what you're doing with this program as well as you're helping people with whole health 
spirit, soul, and body. 100%. And I think the biggest challenge is the weight loss industry is so just we as a culture and a society, you know, we're very visual people, but also we're so fixated on the external. And when women will come to me and, you know, well, should I be counting calories? Should I be doing intermittent fasting? Should I be? And I'm like, nope. I'm like, I want you to start looking at why you're eating. Just like you mentioned, like, what is the impetus? What is the catalyst for your eating? Are you recognizing a pattern? Are you eating, you know, a lot when you get home from work, are you eating on the go? Like just the awareness and recognition of what you're eating, when you're eating, why you're eating it. And then we start tackling. Now, what I think is interesting is a lot of times the Lord will deliver people in my experience, the Lord will deliver people oftentimes in something external, but uses that as a way to get to their heart. Mm -hmm. So whether it be, you know, alcoholism, or for me, it was weight loss. Like I lost weight pretty quickly. Like I, I mean, I hate to say that, but I was also 21. Okay. So, but it was natural. You know, I lost almost 70 pounds in the first six months, but then the Lord was like, as I started plateauing, the Lord was like, okay, now we're going to get to the real weight loss, yeah. the shame, yeah. the guilt, the fear, the worry, the anxiety, all of the other stuff that was built up over those 20 years of me carrying this external weight was really harbored in my heart. And so we can't look at one without the other. You know, they're not siloed. They are all interconnected, just like the spirit, soul, and body. And just like the father, son, and Holy spirit, they are all woven together. And so I love that you do that practice of having the women or, you know, people you work with, you know, personalize Ephesians one and believe it or not, you do that with me as well. You're like, go into Ephesians one, go into Colossians, put your name in there because it does when you see and hear your name spoken in those words and in the truth then you start recognizing how much God loves you, how he sees, you You know, he is El Roy. And so he does see you. He does want, you know, those things for you. And the other thing, um, and then I promise again, I'll let you speak. God wants you to be healthy. Like I'll have women say like, oh, well, God doesn't really care about my weight. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, that's part of who you are. Now he doesn't care if you're wearing, carrying a Louis Vuitton purse. I mean, if that's your heart's desire, I mean, go there. Okay. But what I'm saying is like, he's more concerned. Like if it's something that you care about, it's on your heart to be your healthiest version, you know, then yes, like God cares about that. He wants you to be healthy and whole, you know, he wants that for you. So God is involved in all the details of your life. And I just love that. It's that intimate. And that's what I love helping people do is go into that deep connection with the Lord because, and to experience his love for you because your faith works through love and to the degree that you know how much he is so for you and his goodness what you're focused on you're going to see that happen in the external in the natural so all right so due to time i just want you to say how can i'll put it in the show notes to you but how can people get in touch with you they can can they learn about your program Yep. They can find on shinewithbranny.com. They can go there also on social shine with Branny on both Instagram and Facebook. Um, the healthy and whole program is launching right now. It's in the midst of, you know, we're heading that way in August, end of August here. And then we also have a retreat coming up in October. And that is just such a way to get away, you know, and just be able to have an encounter and experience with the Holy spirit. Um, so that's coming up in October as well. So, but shine with Branny is this, the space and the place for us to connect. Okay. Awesome. And then we also too, why don't you just talk about the anthology that you're, that we're working on? Oh, I'm so excited because you are part of that girl. You've been such a part, you know, you've been such a godmother to me um, in so many ways. And so we are 
launching literally a, a book where we are going to be collecting stories. And as you mentioned, you know, your voice matters. Every single person who is listening to this right now, your voice matters, you know, and so you have a story that is used for his glory. And so what we're doing is we're compiling stories of women breaking free of strongholds, perhaps generational strongholds, personal life strongholds, whether it be, you know, in relationships or with addictions, food addiction, alcohol addiction, you know, pornography, lots of different things. So we're putting that together and that will come out next spring and Lori's story will be a part of that. So, yeah, I love that. And I love your heart because it's all about empowering women to have that voice that God has given them. They have a God given purpose and you're helping them really release that. And one of the key words that God is for me is he's my redeemer. And I love that. And you're doing that right now in your, um, in your study, you're studying the book of Ruth and, you know, it's talking about Boaz as the kinsman redeemer, which he's just a type and shadow of who Jesus is, that he is our redeemer. And I love that he gives us so many do-overs and rewrites. And so just to wrap up how we are, where we started with this is if you find yourself friend in a situation where you're like, I need a fresh start. The great news is you can have one today. Today is the day of salvation. The Lord says, and that's not being saved. So you can go to heaven. Salvation is the Lord's benefits that he gave you in his death, burial, and resurrection. That's healing, deliverance, prosperity, keep safe and sound that wholeness and all these other things that every benefit that the Lord has is yours. And it's just a matter of seeking him first finding that first love, returning to your first love, as Franny was talking about, because in him, you will find everything you need. The desires of your heart will be met through Jesus because he is your redeemer. So Franny, Mm -hmm. I just want to thank you. Anything else you want to say? No, I'm just so grateful, you know, to be on this journey with you and having had met you, you know, like we mentioned online, you know, I just think about how God continues to put people in our paths. And so I pray that the listener, you know, whomever is listening to this right now, that there was something in here that blessed you, that we know that there was, you know, a reason for you to be on today. And so we're just grateful um, that the Lord has given us this media platform to be able to reach people, you know, to go into the world and make disciples of all nations. Yeah. Awesome. Well, friend, I love you. And I'm sure you'll be back on again. And I will put some links too to our previous podcast so you can Uh, here's some of the other episodes that you've been on here with me. And um, so until next time, remember you were created to thrive. God bless. Amen. Friend, I hope this podcast has blessed you. And now here is a way that you can really bless me in return. First of all, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast so you don't miss any episodes. And then go to Apple Podcasts, leave me a written review along with a five-star rating. This not only encourages me to keep going and producing these episodes, but it makes it possible for others to learn about this podcast as well. Then go ahead and take a screenshot of this episode or your review and then share it on your Instagram and Facebook stories and make sure you tag me at Lori K. Snyder. So then I can share you and my stories and then we can just be social together. Together we can reach more people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and this podcast helps make that possible to fulfill the Great Commission. Thank you so much and God bless.